اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم لیسن نمبر 36 سورة البقرة آیا نمبر 267 In the previous verses we learned about the reward of spending in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And we also learned about the proper etiquette of spending in the way of Allah. What's the proper etiquette? How should a person spend? Without showing off, without following it up with hurtful words and reminding the other person of the favors that you've done on them. And we also learned about the different types of people who spend in the way of Allah and their consequences as well. That if a person spends with sincerity, in the right manner, then his reward is multiplied many, many times. And if a person spends with insincerity and follows that action, that charity, with man, with other, then that action is destroyed, it is wasted. Now in the following verses, we are going to learn about what is it that we should spend? What kind of wealth should we spend in the way of Allah? Because so far we have been learning, yes, spend from your wealth. But what you possess is so vast. What you own is so much. Different, different kinds of things we own. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us specifically, okay, this thing that you own, you should give that in the way of Allah. Why do you think Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us about what exactly we should spend? Why do you think so? So that we end up spending. Because when we have this vague idea, yeah, I'm going to give something in the way of Allah, then we keep debating, should I give this, should I give that? Should I spend this much or should I spend that much? And then in that whole debate and discussion, we forget about spending. So Allah is telling us exactly what to spend in His way. Moreover, in these verses, we also learn about where, in what cause should we spend? And on who should we spend? In what manner should we spend? Secretly, openly, how? In what way? So all of these details are being mentioned so that we get to the action right away. Allah says, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا O you who have believed, O you people of Iman, if you have Iman, then respond. Then say, سَمِعْنَا وَأَطَعْنَا Then say, لَبَّيْكَ O Allah, I'm right here. You give us the command, and we will do it. Allah is calling us, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا O you who have believed. And He's calling us in this manner because what He's going to tell us is something that is very important for us as believers. It is something which if we do, it is going to perfect, increase, strengthen, stabilize our iman. And it is something which if we don't do, it is going to cause our iman to be deficient, weak, unstable. So, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا O you who have believed, what should you do? أَنْفِقُوا Spend. Don't hoard. Don't keep everything to yourself. Don't waste things while they're just sitting with you. No, spend. Give away. But what should you give away? Everything that you have? No, Allah says min, some of, part of. Which means that we're not obligated to spend everything that we have, but a portion of what we have. A lot of people have been asking me recently, that is it permissible to save for yourself? 
Like for example, whatever income you have, a certain percentage of it, you put it in your savings account so that you can eventually purchase a nicer car, you can eventually purchase a house, you can eventually pay for your children's education. Is that permissible? Yes, it is. But at the same time, all of our extra money should not go into savings. All of our money should not just go on savings and spending on our current needs. Some of our money should also be spent in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is just like at the end of the year, whatever money you have, part of it you have to give in zakat. It is mandatory. Likewise, whatever income we have, whatever money that we have, whatever things that we possess, we can use them, we can benefit from them, we can save them, we can invest them, but at the same time, a portion should also be spent in the way of Allah. Why? Because the deen of Allah also has some rights. The people who are around us, even they have some rights. The poor and the needy, even they have some rights. So we should not just be concerned about the education of our children in the future. We should not just be concerned about having a house of our own in the future, but we should also be concerned about other people. And when a person worries about others, then Allah will take care of him. So Allah says, أَنْفِقُوا Spend. Min, some of, part of. Spend out of what? Min tayyibati ma kasabtum. Spend out of the good things that you have earned. Tayyibat is a plural of tayyibah. And tayyibah from the root letters? Tayyibah. What is tayyib? That which is clean, which is good. And tayyib, goodness, is of two types. First of all, in the hissi sense, in the physical sense, tangible. And secondly, in the marnawi sense, in the intangible sense. So firstly, in the physical sense, when something is clean, it is good, what does it mean? That it's pleasant, it looks good, it's of good quality, it's not old, it's fresh, it's beneficial, it's useful. This is what tayyib is. It has some good value. And secondly, tayyib, in the intangible sense, what that means is that it is pure, meaning it is halal. It is of the pure things, the halal things that you possess. So, anfiqu, spend out of the good things. Which good things? Ma kasabtum, which you have earned. Kasabtum kafsin ba, kasb is to earn, to acquire, to gain something through some amal, through some action, through some effort. That a person did some work and as a result of that, he earned something. Now this work could be physical labor. It could be some intellectual work that a person may be doing. It could be office work. Whatever kind of work that a person does, as a result of which he earns something, that is what? Kasab. So whether it's a person's business, his job, whatever it may be. Also remember that kasb is not just what you earn through amal, but also what you earn through your relatives, your relationships, your connections with other people. So for example, as a child, a person receives gifts from his or her parents. Even when he's working, even when he's independent, still the parents help him financially, help her financially, give her a gift. So for example, at Eid, the father gives to his 30-year-old son an Eid gift of, let's say, $100. So that is also kasb. Likewise, kasb also applies to what a person receives as gifts. Through your connections, through your friends, through your relatives, you received something as a gift. 
So, مَا كَسَبْتُمْ In other words is what? What you own. So Allah is telling us to spend out of the good things, the halal, pure, good, valuable, beneficial, useful things that we have acquired. Now if you think about it, what a person owns, possesses, is something that is beloved to him. Your bag and your sister's bag, which one is more important to you? Yours. Your sweater and your brother's sweater, which one's more important to you? Yours. Why? Because you own it. But if it is something that you have acquired yourself, meaning you worked in the summer, you made the money, and then at the end of the summer, you went to the mall, and you purchased that sweater with your own money. Is that more important to you? Yes. Is it more beloved to you? Yes, it is. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us things that you have acquired yourself and the very good things among them, spend that. أَنْفِقُوا مِنْ طَيِّبَاتِ مَا كَسَبْتُمْ The good things. Don't spend that which is useless, that which is outdated, that which is not worth anything. No, spend out of the good things that you have acquired yourself. And also spend from what? وَمِمَّا And from that which أَخْرَجْنَا لَكُمْ We have taken out for you مِنَ الْأَرْضِ From the earth. That which we have taken out of the earth for you. What is it that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken out of the earth for us? Out of the earth for us, for our benefit. For example, food, plants. Whether they are trees, or they are herbs, or they are crops, vines, whatever. We eat of them, we benefit from them. So, مَا أَخْرَجْنَا لَكُمْ مِنَ الْأَرْضِ Secondly, مَا أَخْرَجْنَا لَكُمْ مِنَ الْأَرْضِ It also includes minerals. Where does your precious gas and petrol, where does that come from? From the earth. Your precious stones and your gold and your silver, all of that comes from where? From the earth. Your water, it comes from the earth. So, مَا أَخْرَجْنَا لَكُمْ مِنَ الْأَرْضِ includes everything that Allah has given to us in this earth. And we benefit from it. It could be in the form of food. It could be in the form of clothes, jewelry, tools, machines, utensils, furniture. Because if you think about it, everything that we possess, where did it come from? From the earth. So spend out of those things as well. Anfiqu, spend. Out of which two things? First of all, your earnings. And secondly, what Allah has produced for you from the earth. Now, both of these things, what are they? A person's own possessions. He owns them. And yes, what a person has acquired himself, what a person has earned through his hard work, it belongs to him. It's up to him to decide how he wants to use it, how he wants to spend it. But just because it belongs to him, it does not mean that he doesn't share it with others. He has to take a portion of it out for other people as well. Some scholars have said that this ayah is talking about zakat. It's not just talking about sadaqah, it's talking about zakat. Meaning it is mandatory upon a person to spend from his earning, from his revenue, from his income. At the end of the year, whatever money he has, at the end he has to take out the zakat from it. Likewise from produce, 
For example, if a person has a farm, he has an orchard, from his produce also, he has to give zakat at the end of the year. Why? Because the command has been given, anfiqu. So this shows that spending from these two things is mandatory. It is wajib. But even otherwise, even if you say this verse is talking about sadaqah, it only makes sense that what a person has earned, what a person possesses, he should spend out of that on others too. Because others also have a right upon it. You know, think about it. One person has a job in the family. And the other is studying. Or is staying at home to take care of the family, the house. Now, they're not earning any money, but the other person is. So the person who is earning money, should he not spend on those who are in the house? Or should he say, no, it's my money? If that was the case, then every man would say, no, it's my money. I'm not going to give you anything. Go get it yourself. Okay, may I work? No. So then what would a woman do? What would the family do? You understand? So we see that from our income, we are required to spend on others and not just ourselves. Our money that we earn is not just ours, but also others. And this is a very important lesson that we must learn from a very young age. I remember somebody once told me that they were in high school or something and the first time they ever worked, you know, it was a summer job. They ever worked somewhere. The little money that they made, a few hundred dollars, their father said, okay, a portion of it goes to your mom, a portion of it goes to your grandmother, and a portion of it goes to your sisters. Because you are the man and you are required to spend on your family. He said he wasn't allowed to keep even a little bit of that money for himself. All of it he was made to spend on his relatives, on his immediate family. This is a very important lesson that young children need to learn. Because as soon as people start working, they think, okay, now I can buy an iPhone 5, now I can buy an iMac, and now I can buy those expensive jeans, and now I can buy this and I can buy that. I can update my phone plan, I can buy my own car. Very good. You're concerned about your well-being. Very good that you're spending on yourself. But all of your money should not just go on you. This is wrong. Be concerned about others as well. Allah has given you this risk. And Allah is testing you that what do you do with this money? Do you use it only to fulfill your desires and to show off to others? Or are you using it in beneficial ways to benefit other people as well? So this is very important that spend out of what you have earned and spend out of what Allah has produced for you on who? On others and especially in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when it comes to what grows from the earth, spending out of that too, So for example, if a person has a vegetable patch in their backyard, all of the produce should not just go into their freezers or into their tummies, but it should also be spent on others. Likewise, the food that we buy, all of it should not just go on ourselves, but we should also buy food for others. And giving others food is one of the best things that a person can do. We learn in the hadith, the Prophet ﷺ said, When someone asked him that which aspect of Islam is best, he replied, to give food and to spread the salam, to greet those whom you know and those who you do not know. The best aspect of Islam, the best thing that a person could do as a Muslim is what? To give others food to eat. 
So spend out of what Allah has produced for you from the earth. At the same time, Allah warns us, وَلَا تَيَمَّمُ الْخَبِيسِ And do not even intend to give that which is khabis, which is impure. لَا تَيَمَّمُ تَيَمَّمُ is from tayammum. Ya mim mim. And tayammum literally means qasd, intention. Why is tayammum called tayammum? Because it's the intention to obtain tahara. You're not actually purifying your body, if you think about it. You're not washing your arm, your face, your hands. What are you doing? You're patting your hands onto dust, onto mud, and you are passing those hands over your face. So technically, you're not becoming clean. But through that action, you are intending to become pure. So tayammum literally means qasd, intention. So over here Allah says, وَلَا تَيَمَّمُوا Do not even intend al-khabis, the impure. Forget about giving that which is impure. Don't even intend to give the impure wealth to others or in the way of Allah. The question is, what is khabis? It's the exact opposite of tayyib. Khabis, khabasa, khabs, impurity. And this is also of two types. One is tangible and the other is intangible. Tangible Physically unclean, physically impure, dirty, old, decayed, nasty, smells bad, it's broken, okay, it's cracked, it's useless. And the second type, intangible, what does that mean? That it's haram. That a person stole that wealth. It's haram. So he says, okay, let me just give it in charity. No. وَلَا تَيَمَّمُ الْخَبِيسِ Don't even think about giving the impure wealth in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَلَا تَيَمَّمُ الْخَبِيسَ مِنْهُ تُنْفِقُونَ From it you spend, meaning don't even think of spending the impure in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, a person, whatever wealth that he owns, part of it is tayyib and part of it is khabis. Everything that you own, you could divide all of your possessions into these two categories. Some things are in perfect condition, very good. And other things, people are after you, why haven't you thrown it away already? Like sometimes you have that old t-shirt which is just so comfortable, even though it's faded, and maybe the threads are coming out, but you say, oh, but it's so comfortable. It's so comfortable, I don't want to throw it away. And there's another shirt that you have which is in perfect condition. It's not brand new, but still it is in very good condition. You could wear it at formal events. I mean, you could wear it easily. Likewise, there could be some dishes in your house which are very good and others which are not so good. For example, there's a whisk that you may have which is you know, dented and it doesn't even whisk properly when you use it. And the handle is kind of coming off, but you haven't had the time to go buy a new whisk, so it's just, you know, like that, and you don't mind using it because it, at least it works somewhat. So, in reality, what is it? It is khabis. Isn't it so? Compared to the new utensils that you have, the shiny new ones, it is khabis. Now, typically, what happens? People go to extremes when it comes to giving in the way of Allah. Either they will go to this extreme that whenever they think of giving anything, they think of, okay, what is extra? What is useless? What is old? What is it that I would like to replace? So if this is something that I'd like to replace, let me just give it in charity and go buy new. This whisk is so old. I got this five years ago. Let me just give it and buy myself a new one. 
Isn't that what typically people do? These clothes are old. They're so ancient. I mean, the style is so old. Nobody wears these kind of clothes today. So I haven't worn them in a year because if I wear them, I look so outdated. So I might as well give this away. And they also have a hole in them or they're also burnt from the side. So let me just give this in charity and buy new clothes for myself. This is one extreme that people go to. Whenever they think of spending in the way of Allah, they think of extra, useless, burnt, old, ancient, outdated, useless things. And the other extreme is that they say, okay, but since I have worn these clothes once, they're in perfect condition, but since I have worn these clothes once, I cannot give them away to anybody. They wait for the ideal, the perfect. And because they don't have the perfect, they can't afford the perfect, they won't give anything. But the Prophet ﷺ, what did he say? That don't belittle anything when giving in sadaqah, even if it's the hoof of an animal. The hoof. Typically if you think about it, the hoof of a goat or a sheep or something like that, is it prime cut of meat? Not at all. There's hardly any meat on it. What is it used for? Making soup or gravy. It's practically useless. Very few people enjoy it. But the Prophet ﷺ said that even that don't belittle it. Meaning if that is all that you can give, it's in good condition, it's fresh, it is useful, but if that is all that you can give, give that at least. But spend, give something. So we should refrain from these extremes and we should adopt moderation. And what is moderation? What is mentioned in the ayah. That spend that which is tayyib, which is in good condition, but don't give that which is khabiz, which is impure. And how can a person decide what is suitable for giving? Always ask yourself, would I eat it? Would I use it? Would I wear it? Would I keep it? If you can keep it, if you can use it, then that means somebody else can also use it. It's a different thing that you don't like it anymore or that it doesn't fit you anymore or that it's not useful for you anymore because of the different circumstances that you are in now because life keeps changing. So that's a different case. But if you had to use it, would you use it? Okay, if you would, then that means it's worth giving. And if you said that, no, I don't think I would ever use it even if I had to, then don't give it to others either. Many times it happens that if clothes are being collected for donation purposes, then what do people give? A shalwar that doesn't have a matching kameez. Those of you who know about Indian Pakistani clothes, you know those pants and those long shirts, they have to be matching, right? So the shirt got lost or it got burnt, the tailor never gave it, it never came from that home country. So as a result, that shalwar is sitting with you for two years and you're like, might as well give it to somebody. You know, might as well give it in donation. Think about it. Would you wear it yourself? If you don't wear it yourself, why would you give it to somebody else? وَلَا تَيَمَّمُ الْخَبِيسِ مِنْهُ تُنْفِقُونَ Don't do that. So, we see that we should not think about giving the impure to others and keeping the tayyib for ourselves. But rather, when we are enjoying the tayyib, the good things, we should also give from that tayyib to others. But what do we think? That no... I should keep this for myself because I will need it. I need to eat this. I need to wear it. I need to use it. We withhold the good things. We keep them to ourselves. The Prophet ﷺ said to his sister-in-law, Asma bint Abi Bakr, that 
do not withhold or it will be withheld from you. Meaning do not withhold things, otherwise they will be withheld from you. If you keep all the good things to yourselves and don't give to others, then the next time you are in need, Allah will not give you. If you want something, then you must share that with others as well. Then you must give some of it to others as well. Because they also need. So, وَلَا تَيَمُّمُ الْخَبِيثَ مِنْهُ تُنْفِقُونَ وَلَسْتُمْ بِآخِذِيهِ وَلَسْتُمْ While you would not, لَسْتُمْ is like لَيْسَ لَيْسَ It is not. And لَسْتُمْ You would not. وَلَسْتُمْ While you would not بِآخِذِيهِ At all ones who take it. أَخِذِي is actually أَخِذِين The noon has been dropped. And it's the plural of أَخِذ What's the root? هَمْزَخَ ذَلْ أَخْذٌ To take something. So you would not take it at all yourselves إِلَّا except أَن تُغْمِضُوا That you would shut your eyes when taking it. تُغْمِضُوا غَيْن ميم ضاد غموض is when something is hidden. It's obscure. And إِغْمَاض is when a person shuts his eyes or averts his eyes. Why? Due to dislike. Due to disdain. That you're too embarrassed to even look at what is being presented to you. So you just ignore or you close your eyes. You pretend not to see it because you are embarrassed of receiving something like that, of taking, accepting something like that. You're too embarrassed. So إغماض is basically to take something with dislike, with your eyes closed. So don't spend that which you would not take yourselves except with closed eyes. Meaning, because of the desperate situation that you were in, only then you would accept it, and you don't want to accept it, but because you're desperate, you don't have any other choice, you would take it. But even then, you're so uncomfortable taking it that you close your eyes. You shut your eyes. You don't even want to look at it. It's so bad. What happens if somebody gives us a good gift? What happens? You look at it. You keep looking at it. You're anxious to open it. But if somebody does not have a good reputation of giving nice gifts, and they bring you something in a plastic bag, and seems kind of weird from outside, then what do you do? You don't even want to show that you're holding a bright yellow no-frills bag. You hide it behind your back. And if it's a nice fancy bag, then you're like, yeah, you hold it very happily. You don't even know what's inside, but just because it's a nice fancy bag, you're holding it so proudly, so happily. But if somebody gives you something that is not of good quality, you are embarrassed. You don't even want to look at it because you don't want to acknowledge the fact that it has been given to you. So if there's something that you don't want to receive, don't make others receive it. If you don't want to be at the receiving end, then don't make another person at that receiving end. Don't put them in that situation. But we think, oh, it's okay. They're needy. They'll take it. Yes, they'll take it. But think about the state of their heart. Always put yourself in the shoes of the other person. Would you like to be given such a thing? No. Then don't give it to others. It is said that this part of the ayah, it was revealed concerning some ansar. There were some people in Medina, the muhajireen, who were not that well off. 
They didn't have any businesses. They had recently immigrated from Makkah to Medina. They had no money, hardly anything. Many of them were living in the masjid. They didn't even have houses. And they were believers. They were righteous people. They were companions of the Prophet ﷺ after all. They were learning from him. They were serving the deen, obeying the Prophet ﷺ. Whatever he commanded them to do, they would do. So the Ansar, they were the owners of orchards, date palms. So whenever the time of harvest would come, they would bring branches with dates on them and they would come and hang them at the masjid so that whoever wanted could take from it freely. So whatever dates were brought, they were of good quality, edible, people could eat it. But a few times, some people brought dates that were not that good quality at all. They were not good quality at all. So this is when this ayah was revealed that why would you give something in the way of Allah which you would not like to take yourself? Think about it. If somebody offers you a bowl full of grapes and they even look old and as you touch them, they're soft and mushy and slimy from outside. Would you want to even touch them? No. Would you want to eat them? No. Then don't offer such a thing to another person. If you don't want to be offered that, then don't offer it to others. If you don't want to be presented that, then don't present it to others. وَلَسْتُمْ بِآخِذِهِ إِلَّا أَن تُغْمِضُوا فِيهِ وَعْلَمُوا And know that أَنَّ اللَّهَ غَنِيٌّ حَمِيدٌ That indeed Allah is ghani and He is hamid. He is rich and He is always praiseworthy. He is rich. He doesn't need your charity. He doesn't need your charity. And he is so rich that he can provide for everyone himself. But he has given you the opportunity to spend on others so you get some reward. Allah is ghani. And always remember that whenever we're giving some sadaqah, we are giving to who? In reality, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? Because Allah says, مَنْ ذَا الَّذِي يُقْرِضُ اللَّهَ قَرْضًا حَسَنًا who would give to Allah a beautiful loan? So whenever we're giving something in the way of Allah, in reality we are giving to Allah. It reaches Allah before it reaches the recipient before you. So know that Allah is rich. So who are you giving that object to? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, when you're giving a gift to a rich person, what kind of a gift is it? Expensive. It's worth something. It's beneficial. It's useful. It's not that extra trash that had been sitting around in your house, so you just take it as a gift for your rich friend. No. What you give to a rich person is always useful. It's presentable. It is of good quality. So likewise, know that Allah is ghani. So whatever you give in the way of Allah should also be good. And He is Hamid. Hamid is from Hamd. And Hamid is one who is always deserving of praise in every state at all times. Whether people respect him or they don't, whether they are obedient to him or they're not, it doesn't matter. Still Allah is praiseworthy. Allah is Hamid. So when Allah is Hamid, He's praiseworthy, then what kind of things should you give in His way? The best things. Not the useless trash, not the useless junk. You should choose the best for His way. وَاعْلَمُوا أَنَّ اللَّهَ غَنِيٌّ حَمِيدٌ Now in this ayah, we learn several lessons. First of all, we learn that we should spend out of whatever we earn, our income, 
whether it is on a weekly basis that we earn money or a monthly basis, however often we earn money or it is Eid to Eid, okay, like some young people, they become very rich when Eid comes. Okay, and by the time next Eid comes, they have nothing left, so they're waiting for Eid. So whenever you receive, whenever you earn, don't just think about spending on yourself. Spend on others as well. Spend in the way of Allah as well. And whatever comes out of the earth, spend from that in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as well. But what should we spend in Allah's way? That which is tayyib. And what's the criteria of tayyib? Would you take it yourself? Would you use it yourself? If you would, then it's worth giving. The Prophet ﷺ said that whoever wishes to be delivered from the fire and enter the Jannah should die with faith in Allah and the last day and should treat the people as he wishes to be treated by them. If a person wants that he should be saved from the hellfire, he should enter Jannah, then what should he do? His death should come to him when he believes in Allah in the last day. And this person should also treat others as he likes to be treated by them. The Prophet ﷺ also said that لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يحب لأخيه ما يحب لنفسه None of you truly believes until he loves for his brother what he loves for himself. This is the criteria that we have been given. Give to others what you would like for yourself.